With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello all and welcome to the first ever edition of the Game Time CT Football Pick'em Show. After the past couple of years of having the Pick'ems at the end of the meat grinder, we, we decided to break this out to a new quick show that we could just go over, you know, the picks for the week of the 10 games that, that we picked. So if you want to just listen to this, you could just listen to this and you can get mad because we didn't pick your school. All right, on the show this year, we're going to have Sean Patrick Bowley, as always. Hello, and hello. New, new high school football voter. And Game Time CT columnist Jeff Jacobs, both of you, welcome to our new show, first ever episode. Thanks, Pete. I'm uh, I'm fixing to have the worst record ever, so let's let's get at it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you, and I said this, and he probably doesn't listen to the show, but as long as you beat Joe Morelli, you're fine. Um, but like we've done in past years, we pick ten games a week. I try to pick one from every conference, give everybody a little love. So there's eight conferences. One from every week, uh, one from every conference, and then I pick two wild card games, I call them, but the two other best games in the state that kind of fill that void. Also, a new wrinkle to this season to the Pickums is the Game Time CT game of the week. That game will always be up for pick, and that game will be worth two points a week. Ooh. All right. So people could take risks if they're down, maybe try to pick the upset to get two points to jump ahead. All right, are you guys ready? We're going to start at the top. Game of the week is last. We're going to start at the top. You let me know your picks. I'm going to give my picks as well. If you want to give, we're going to do one game of the week first, Pete. Game of the week. We're going to go last. We're going to okay, we're going okay. to save the drama, game of the week Sean, last. Patrick, drama. drama. <laughs> and you know, you give me your pick and a little reason why, and we will move forward. Are you guys ready? Can you handle it? Can you dig it? Oh, All right. The first game. Oh, let's right, get a little music going game. here. Hang on. Get, get a little music. music. All right. Throw a little music. I got a little. All right. There you go. First game we're going to pick is the first game back. First game since December 14th, 2019. That will be on Thursday night. And Sonia at Wilby at Municipal Stadium on Thursday night. Sean, who do you got? I mean, Aunt Sonia is Aunt Sonia, right? So, I mean, so they say, I'm going Jeff, I'm going with Aunt Sonia. reason, Sean. <laughs> Aunt Sonia is 102. 100 wins, two losses over the last decade in the regular season. Until they join the Alliance, I have no evidence. Even if they're not the team this year of the past, I have zero evidence that the NVL will be able to topple them yet. And Sonia. Yes, I agree. And Sonia, I believe they haven't lost a game in the NVL in 10 years. So until that happens, I'm going to pick Ansonia, just like the two of you. Going down the list, we have our ECC. 
Killingly at Waterford, both 2019 playoff teams. Jeff, you go first. It's All your right. corner. So you I got get to Killingly. I know Waterford made the playoffs, but I got Killingly in a in, in a in a with a pretty big score here. Jack Sharp, 5'10, 220. Ran for like 249 yards and three TDs in a 35-7 win over them in the Class M semis in 2019. They got a huge offensive line, raw, but massive. And so I expect them to run over the H2O Fords. <laughs> ah, man, I'm going to have to go with uh, Killingly, too, but I'm anxious to see this Killingly line go up against Waterford's big fellow, Will Sutman, the big D lineman, part of the whole Sutman family down there. Six foot three, 275. Let's see that smack those two, you know, mu- immovable for those, those two missiles coming at each other uh, to get things started over there in the ECC. But uh, I'm going to have to go with Killing. Just too many weapons and too many big guys to block for the, uh, for the team that is no longer has a nickname, according to us. <laughs> Well, I will say this game, kind of a toss-up for me, um, but I saw Killingly play in Cromwell two Saturdays ago in a scrimmage. Jack Sharp comes in, starts running people over. He looks huge. I, th- I think I texted Sean. I was like, Jack Sharp is gigantic. Then he comes off the field. He cuts his chin open, right? Because he, he, had, he had stitches. They reopened blood everywhere. He gets cleaned up, gets fixed, throws the helmet back on, runs another guy over. I'm going Killingly. I'm going Jack Sharp until they prove me otherwise. The Who's fighting now? Chad Neals. That's what they're the called. The fighting Chad Neals. Exactly. So we're going to go down to the CCC. This game I thought would be a top 10 matchup. Uh, if you listen to the other podcast, you know that this is not a top 10 matchup. Maloney at Southington. Kevin Frederick versus Mike Drury. They were roommates in college. They were in each other's weddings. They are best friends. They coach together. They've never coached against each other. They're going up against each other. Both teams have been in the playoffs consistently the last, you know, five years, longer for Southington. But this one's very interesting because both teams played in the independent league. Southington got, you know, three games of action in. Maloney got three games of action in. But Maloney also has their returning quarterback in Angel Arce. Sean, who do you got? Oh, man. You know, I actually saw both teams. I saw Southington play a little, uh, play, play Xavier, and they didn't look too great. But, uh, you know, Mike Joyce teams are Mike Joyce teams. Then you have Kevin Frederick. Yo, can I pick the Red Foxes, actually? The Red Foxes of Maris? Can I pick them? I, I think that's <laughs> going to win. That's, uh, that Maris is going to win this game because, you know, the two lums right there, Ballard, you know, that that's, that's great. We'd love to see that. But, you know. Um, yeah, I have Maloney pretty high there. Let's just take a quick gander at where I had them in the, the uh, rankings. I actually had Maloney over Southington 7 versus Southington 8. I'm going to have to go with the uh, the Spartans. How about this? A little <laughs> upset there. Angel R is showing them what's what. Listen, Maloney's big. They got some big boys. I think they have the uh, I think they have the horses to probably slow Southington down, but I obviously won't be surprised if Southington wins, but I'm going to go with the Spartans. Let me just say this. Angel Ars, when I was talking to him, he said, he goes, yeah, it's really good to play for Coach Frederick, except when you get on his bad side. Then it's like, oh, brother. So I, I immediately <laughs> I immediately want to pick them. But however, I've got, I'll tell you, the best fight of the week was 
deciding what was going to be our game of the week during our conference call. <laughs> this one, our, our, our another game to come up. This one obviously didn't win. That was that was really a tussle. But uh, having said that, I'm picking uh, Southington in a barn burner and a snake pit. Reason, I just was lucky enough to go out to one independent game last year and saw Southington play a team from Hartford of Hartford All-Stars, but a lot of players in there. And it really made me appreciate how much the teams that are in the independent league are going to benefit. Now, I should say that they will benefit. I just don't know how much. But Southington looked like a well-oiled machine that night. They got a lot. They got a lot coming back, especially on defense. So I'm going to go with Southington and a barn burner in you know, a snippet. Brady Laughter, he's not walking through that door there, Jim. So let's, let's you know, let's not go too crazy. You're right, Southern. you're right. You're right. Uh, I was with you at I, that game. And I, the one thing I will say about the independent guys, it really showed you how much they wanted to play football. And uh, those two programs, you know, what a great way to start the season. Well, now that you guys split, I guess I'm the tiebreaker for the three of us. But look, we're going to talk about Angel RC, 2,000 yards, close to 30 touchdowns as a sophomore. But a big guy is their wide receiver, Ian Graham. He played as a sophomore. I think he had seven touchdowns. I'm going with Maloney. I'm sticking with it. You could say, oh, P worked at the Record Journal. You know, he's playing favorites. Well, you know what? We also covered Southington. So either one, I'm picking favorites. But I'm going with Maloney. I think this is a really big step for this Maloney program with their new schedule in the CCC realignment. Backs against the wall, Pete. Backs against the wall. I'm not getting myself in trouble with that again. But going down, our SWC game, this one's kind of a toss-up because as of recording, we don't have one of these teams' previews in yet. So it's New <laughs> Fairfield at Weston. Weston won the Class M Championship. New Fairfield has been a pretty good football program with playoff appearances. It's a lot of shoulder shrugs with these teams. You know, James Getz is gone. The Sawyer boys are gone. Bauer has gone from Weston. We don't really know a lot about New Fairfield. I think Jeff wants to literally flip a coin yeah. for who he's going to pick for this one, so I think we'll let Jeff go first. Yeah, I, 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 I literally begged on a conference call earlier today among my compatriots to help me, and they refused to help me. Except for Morelli, <laughs> who finishes in last place and says he's picked in the Weston, so that's news to pick the other team. But everybody, they said well, it's a coin flip, so heads it's uh, Weston, tails it's New Fairfield. Heads it's Weston. Jeff Scott Weston. Sean. Oh, man. Did you say you looked up the roster and you couldn't find anybody? Jeff, is that right? I mean, I can't. I don't know anything about me. No, 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 there was no, there was no preview. And, but they're always good. And, 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 but Weston's coming off. It's like magical season, but they, you know, a lot of guys moved on. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, from what I understand, you know, they, they, they listen, New Fairfield two years ago, I, felt like it kind of disappointed me. You know, I thought they were going to be a little bit better. I thought they're going to get advanced past the first round and they didn't. Right. Is that right? Would they play? Yep. I don't even know. Yep. I'm like starting to doubt myself, but you know, Weston kind of surprised everybody. Meanwhile, class Sam, they actually, they actually did the work and put, you know, they beat Southern. Sorry, excuse, excuse me. They beat um, Killingly up. They ran Killingly over. But as Pete said, all those guys are gone. Ah, uh, jeez, you know, I'm going to flip a coin, too, here. I don't really have a coin, but, uh, um, you know, I'm just going to go with uh, New Fairfield. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right. little uh, misdirection. That's all. Yes. Going off of the three of us, and we know kind of the same thing, I'm going to go with Wes. I'm going to go with Dan Hassett. I love Coach Hassett. He's, he's a great guy. He's got a great beard. 
So I'm going with Dan Hassel. I'm going with Weston and Dan Hassel. All right, moving on. We got our FCAC game of the week for the picks. I love this matchup. There's a lot more to this game than just on the field. And that's Mars Petraccio and his Trumbull Eagles. His return to Staples to play the Wreckers the first time since I believe he left in after the 2017 season. Yes. Yes, the 2017 season. So he's been with Trumbull, his alma mater since. Coach Petraccio did amazing things at, Shell, at Staples, multiple state championships, multiple FCX championships. So he's making his return to the Wreckers' home. There's a lot of emotion going to be. A lot of alums are going to be in attendance at that game. Maybe standing and rooting for Trumbull. You know, we'll see when we, you know, when we're there. Right. But, uh, you know, Sean, you covered Mars for a really long time when he was at Staples. I'm going to let you pick this one first. I would not be surprised, Pete, if all the old Staples alumni are are standing shoulder to shoulder on the opposite side over there at the newly christened Paul Lane Field, the guy, the coach that Mars replaced. Um, you know, I don't know why it's not named the Lane Petrosio Field, I guess, because Mars went to Trumbull. Left them all in the lurch over there in Westport. Um, you know, went in to follow his dreams to be, be uh, to coach his old alma mater. Uh, I guess that was a little too much for Westport to take. You know, they didn't like they, it's not enough to overcome three state championships and and whatever it was, five FCAC titles or four FCAC titles. But uh, I expect a lot of you're gonna see a lot of Staples alumni standing on that that uh, Trumbull sideline and under the canopy of the of the of the trees there over there at Westport Field. It's gonna be a really emotional night. You know, a lot of those kids on the Staples side, they don't even really know who Mars Petrosio was other than maybe, you know, seeing him around their youth football league and stuff. But here's the deal. It's not about Coach Petrosio, even though it is about Coach Petrosio, but it is about this Trumbull team. And I have I have two things to say. One, the offensive line is massive. They have three big boys, 302, 300 pounds, Alfino, Nicola. You have other guys sitting there, Richardson, uh, Black, Dayton, it's a massive line. And remember this name. Here it is. Corbin Smith. He didn't play last year, obviously. Didn't play as a sophomore. This is his first time out since his freshman year. Smith is a rugby player and a really good one at that. Going to dip his toes into the uh, into the football uh, uh, universe here. Trumbull It's going to help those guys out. I take Trumbull. Well... Seeing that that it took you ten minutes to get there and you stole all my material <laughs> for crying out loud. Yes. I got Trumbull, huge line. The tight end's two fifty-five, and he's a small guy. And they got numbers from their senior class. And like I said, I am I'm dying to go out and do a column on this Corbin Smith guy. The guy was a national talent talent rugby player, and I was coming back to football. I love that stuff, man. <laughs> That's good stuff. They love him. So you're going with Trumbull too, Jeff? Yes, sir. All right. I, too, am going with Trumbull. I like the story. I mean, that's how I that's how I do my picks. I like the story. I, I like Mars going home, uh, you know, going going back to, to where he had so much success. And, you know, maybe the Staples players don't know his history there, but you can bet the Trumbull players do. And they are going to play for him that night. Not that they wouldn't on a regular night, but they're going to play a little extra hard. On Friday night for Coach Petraccio, I'm going with Trumbull too. Our Pequot game, two playoff teams from a year ago, SMSA, or a season ago, SMSA Co-op against Granby Canton. Now this one, it's a little interesting. Both, you know, the Pequot schools, there's a lot of, um, you know, turnover every year. 
uh, especially with the co-ops. SMSA added two schools to their co-op. I spoke to Kevin Quinn. He was still trying to figure out who was going to come, who's not coming to practice, who's going to practice. Uh, you know, Granby's got some guys back that Coach Shortell is a big fan of. I think this game is a toss-up as well. You know, Jeff, we're going to start with you for this one. I'm going Granby because I read your, your preview. I thought it was really good. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> they got two guys named Malik, and I like that, who both had a lot of tackles on defense in their back. And I like that. And they got a 6'5 quarterback uh, who's their first pocket quarterback in a while. So they got some they got some pieces there. Like I said, they both made the 2019 playoff. Uh, I don't have a lot of intel on that, which obviously you do. And uh, beyond this, this whole co-op thing is just amazing to me. There's 19 schools, 19 teams, 53 schools around the state. I'm like... I'm going to be writing about this in the coming weeks. It's just, it's just, it just fascinates the heck out of me how they get along, how they hate each other on the basketball, baseball field, a basketball court, how they, uh, how they kids go to games, who picks up the tab for what. But uh, I got Granby. You know, uh, I, I see a lot of familiar names on this Granby team right here. I see uh, Migliaccio, Atenis, Mayer. A lot of familiar names there, and that can only mean one thing. Granby is going to be good because those guys, their brothers or their whoever, their cousins, or I can't really tell, but uh, I, I just see a lot of familiar names, and I, I think I like it. Granby disappointed in their performance in the state playoffs last year after getting in. You know, I think they're going to want to show, uh, show us what they got, and I hope they do because I'm picking them. I'm also going to pick Granby. Uh, apparently, they have the best pretzels in the state in their concession stand. Uh, I've been there. You should get some. It's excellent. <laughs> All right. Moving down, we are in, going to CTC land, uh, a land of not a lot of information, um, but, you know, it is what it is. We have the Vinyl Tech Co-op uh, against the Prince Tech Co-op. I think this one could be a little quick. I'll go first. I'm going Prince Tech. I don't know why, but I'm just going to go Prince Tech. The Fighting Tony Benitos. Prince Tech. My knowledge of Prince Tech is that my son's team beat Prince Tech in a basketball state playoff game five <laughs> years ago. Tony Benito's triple option offense. I understand that, is it Jonathan Torres, their quarterback, is out for the season, but they got some replacements there. And they rolled over some of these early games in 19, 2019, and their schedule later on will be more of a challenge. And, and it'll be more of a challenge for me to know more about these teams as the season goes along. <laughs> Prince Tech. All right. We're all in agreement there. We're going to go into our wild card games. Uh, Jeff, I think you might be at this game uh, on Friday night. We got NFA at Xavier. Uh, we talked a lot about Xavier on the earlier show. You know, Drew Crone, Andy Guion. Football's better when Xavier's good. Uh, that's why I'm going to jump first again. I'm going Xavier. I'm going Drew Crone. I'm taking the returning quarterback early. I think that will benefit teams across the board. Hence why I also picked Maloney. I'm going with Xavier. I'm going with Xavier also. Uh, Drew Crone, I, I talked to him. Uh, he was like the upfront spokesman for the CIAC to, to push for uh, vaccinations for COVID. So I have automatically he's on my dean's list but he's out of central casting uh he looks he looks and knows how to act and he plays the star quarterback on campus uh 
going to play bat- baseball at UConn, unlike his predecessors from Xavier, Tim Boyle, and Will Levis. But I think he is a player that we're all going to be watching this year. And NFA is going to be good. So I think this is a heck of a game. And I will point out that uh, Jim Bunicor from the Ledger, he, is, he challenged me to tell you guys that we have to keep track of the alliance, our picks in the Alliance games because he promises to be so evenly matched that our records in picking the Alliance games will not be nearly as good as non-Alliance. Xavier. <laughs> this is actually the, what? This is actually the fourth straight time they start the season. I said it was third uh, when we talked to Drew, and I was wrong. It's actually been, it's actually the fourth straight time. Uh, they've started the season in uh, 2017. Xavier lost by three. In 2018, Xavier lost by, got to do quick math here, uh, 13. In 2019, Xavier lost by 10. The NFA has had their way with Xavier, but, you know, I you know, I feel like this is going to, it could do two things here. It could come back to bite us because we completely just disregarded NFA here because we're all on the, the Xavier train. But uh, you know what? I've been pumping Xavier up. We got Drew Chrome, like you said. UConn, uh, this has got to be their year. They're ranked number eight. I, I'm going to have to go with the Falcons. I'll see them put up or shut up here. Let's go, Falcons. Let's go, Evil Empire. Yeah. All right. They are the Evil Empire, and I love it. All right. Uh, second wild card game. It's Middletown at Berlin. Sal Morello versus Joe Arasimowitz. Uh, both teams consistent contenders for playoff spots in the CCC. We've got a little bit, and I mentioned before, with Maloney Southington, there's the realignment in the CCC. So a lot of these teams are seeing different opponents from their conference that I haven't seen in a really long time, or if ever. Um, we got Middletown at Berlin. Jeff, why don't you lead us off on this one? All right. Middletown, I'm picking Middletown, and I think this is going to be a terrific game. I'm picking them because Sal Morello, Morello – is my old buddy from talking about the Whalers. He loved the Hartford Whalers, and I covered him, and he can go deep. Zarley Zalapsky, you name it. He, he can go deep. So he will not sell me wrong. And in reading his preview, he talked about how many starters he has returning on both sides of the ball. I like their experience. I got them over Speaker Joe's team by a little. Ooh. I actually talked to Sal the other day, and because I did their preview, and I like what he said about his guys, and he's got some big boys up front, he's got uh, some good defense, and he's got loves his skill players. Uh, I don't. I remember editing uh, uh, Joe's Berlin capsule, and I don't remember a thing about him. That might come back to bite me, but I'm going to go with the Fighting Morellos. In the old nutmeg, this old nutmeg match. It's the first time they've played the nutmeg rivals. First time they played uh, since 2008. Which is, uh, you know, Which been a while. Pete, uh, I was in college that, uh, that fall. my freshman year of college. That's how long it's been. Well, I will say the last time I we picked a Berlin game was against Lewis Mills in 2019. And I picked Lewis Mills because Lewis Mills is on the up and up. And I was feeling adventurous. And Berlin beat him up. And they all let me hear about it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going with Middletown. I'm going <laughs> oh! with the Blue Dragons. Okay, like you said, look, I love Berlin, and they've been consistently good the last couple of years, but there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new names. I like what Morello said. They got guys back. They always got athletes on that field. I'm going with the Blue Dragons. All right, here we go. The last game, the one that's worth By the way, P1, you've forsaken Berlin. I have. You're going to take away your your pancakes. 
Sure. Yeah. I, I still uh, have that I'm pancake. Shocked, sure. I'm shocked that he did that. I got to be honest with you. I, <laughs> I, I was, until he opened his mouth and said Middletown, I would have sworn he was going to say Berlin. <laughs> All right. We got our game of the week, the Game Time CT game dun, of the week. Dun, it dun. is worth two points. Doo-doo-doo. All right. We got Daniel Hand at Fairfield Prep. This is a great SEC matchup. There's a lot of talent on this field. Again, two playoff teams from 2019. How are we? I, this one's a tough one for me. This one, this one might be a coin flip as well. Uh, Sean, we're going to start with you. Who do you got, hand or prep? Oh man, I mean, how many uh, Division One guys they got on that roster at uh, at Fairfield Prep this year? I mean, you know, yeah, they lost a bunch, but like, who? I mean, I guess this goes to show you the 150 kids. How many? How many guys are in there is going to be going to be playing in FBS co- uh, college programs in this this time three years from now? Uh, but hey, you know what? That's a tough place to go to, and uh, with with all the emotions surrounding fa- uh, the first night and Becker's playing his you know his first game and and all that stuff. That's good. The bomb squad's going to be there. It's going to be a great atmosphere down in Fairfield. I can't wait to see what Fairfield Prep has. There's been a lot of talk about what Hand has. Can I pick Fairfield Prep? No, I'm going to go with Hand. I think it says something that that a lot of people uh, undervoted Fairfield Prep in the first top ten. I'm picking Hand, but I think Fairfield Prep's really good. Uh, in talking with Keith Helster, I'm going to do a piece, you know piece this week in advance of this game of the week. It's really interesting. Connor Robertson and Nick Morris won played uh, Westlake Austin when the season was canceled. Morris is already at Duke. Connor Robertson got scholarship to Texas. Now Champ Long has gone to New Jersey to play the quarterback. They'll be without him. He's going to play at Maryland. It tells you something that because UConn stinks so bad in football uh, and because it's fun to make fun of New England schools and, and of football, the Connecticut football is better than people say it is. Players, not as deep, granted, not as deep, but we're, you know, a state of three and a half million people. But these top players, they go places. And I'm not just talking about the prep schools. Now, obviously, the prep schools, they go everywhere. Uh, but there, there's some players here that can play, and I think they're undersold. And when we saw them go elsewhere, we learned something that these kids are pretty good. But I got hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a roundabout way of saying you're going to pick hand. I, no, he brings up excellent points. And here's a name I want to bring up because um, we have talked about Drew Crone a lot. Patrick Flanagan, the quarterback of Daniel Hand, is an absolute stud. He is a dude. He is a name that we're going to be calling every week on both of these podcasts in our stories, in our top performers, this kid is legit. I'm putting my reputation on the line that Flanagan is going to be an absolute stud at hand. Patch Flanagan? Patch Flanagan, the quarterback. Uh, that name, I'll tell you, I'm older than you guys. We used to read these like Chip Hilton books and you know all these old time books. Of, uh, Patch Flanagan, I love that name. I just, <laughs> I can't say it enough and write it enough. I might write a column just like, a thousand times patch Flanagan just to feel so good. <laughs> but because of that, and obviously, you know, Coach Becker and, and prep is really good. And the bomb squad, I mean, it, you know, we don't do lines in games, but, you know, the bomb squad being there is like three points in Fairfield prep yeah. safer. Well, that, I mean, there are three points there, Pete. 
and then there's another three points for the 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 no the, the cross lines. Yeah, the, the field. Hand's gonna be like, where are we going? Fairfield prep me while they've got like the, the their special goggles or something like that. <laughs> they actually they play on the field. They actually know where the lines are. Hand's gonna be like. Well, we're we're all gonna get we're all gonna get crap from the Fairfield Prep uh, football <laughs> Twitter account, which is one of the best follows uh, during high school football. But I'm going hands as well. Um, so we're all putting our eggs in the basket on hand. Um, go to gametimect.com. Check out the rest of the staff's picks. The winners get. I got a trophy this year. I'm gonna show Jeff and Sean. It's an hey, eight ball trophy. Eight ball. Eight ball. Eight By ball. the way, this is this is the 20th anniversary of the eight ball perfect way to wrap this up we will yeah, see make you guys sure. next week we will see you on the field on thursday friday saturday tell us if you don't like our picks tell us if you like our picks tell us if you like the eight ball better than us but for pete sean and jeff we'll catch you guys next week <laughs>